Hello and welcome to Casing the Cover, the show where we talk about the good, the bad, and the stupid of book covers. All the things publishers put on a cover to make you want to read it. All of our opinions will be based wholly on our own personal biases and the contents of the cover. Wait, scratch that, reverse it. <laughs> my name is Mary, and this is my co-host Jen. Hello! Um, a little bad about us for all you new listeners. Um, we are a couple of library trolls. Yes. Um, we both work at our local library. Um, I've, I've been working in libraries for a few years now and come across my fair share of uh, weird covers that need explaining. Um, which is kind of what prompted me to want to do the show with Miss Jen. Yes. And while I also am a library troll and have been working at the library for a couple of years now, I am also an author and have a few issues of my own with the publishing industry and how they choose book covers. And I'm not to say that all of them are bad, just there's interesting things that get us there. Interesting choices. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... Today it's my, my turn to do a book. Yes. Yes, and I'm kind of excited about this one. Um, this is probably the most fun I've had so far. I know we've only done a couple episodes. But, um, so my, my book today is, is, we've talked about it a little bit leading up to this. Yes. Um, this book is called Hot and Badgered. It's, called, it's by Shelley Lawrenston, and um, as far as I know, this is kind of her thing. She writes a lot of what um i would describe as a shapeshifter romance is this her first book no okay she's written several other series um i've learned it's the first book in this series um this series is called the honey badger chronicles yes um please describe the cover oh the cover let's, so let's the cover is chase. bad <laughs> okay so the cover is is an image of a at least naked from the waist up it kind of looks like maybe from the waist down too, but they only shoot it from the waist up. This man, very muscly, very bronze kind of a man, short blonde hair, staring wistfully over his shoulder. Um, and in the background, there is what I only imagine could be honey badger fur or as his backdrop. Well, and I'm only saying this because you've already told me a little bit about this. Could it be bear fur? It might be bear fur, but the coloration makes it kind of look like it's a honey badger. Okay, okay. It's kind of like brown and like kind of weird brown blonde kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it's supposed to be a honey badger fur. And okay. if we want to talk about the sequel's cover a little bit in a little bit, I'll come back to why I think that is. Because okay. the sequel does the same thing with its cover. Okay. Um, so this, yeah, she's a New York Times bestselling author. It's not the first book that she's written. And I think they all technically take place in the same universe. And what is her name? Shelley Lawrenston. Okay. Just and they're all about people who turn into animals. That's the way I would describe it. And so, this is not a um, nuanced sort of, they don't turn into animals in bed. They actually do turn They into literally animals. turn okay. into animals. Yes. Um... <laughs> So yes, they, they just know, and it's it's very much the culture of the book is all of the characters telling each other what animal they turn into. That is an ongoing thing in the book, um, which is probably my least favorite element of it. Is this sort of like telling people what your zodiac sign is? Kind of. They're always like, oh yeah, well I'm a bear, and that's just how bears are. They do that a lot in this book. It's zodiac signs. Okay. All right, so yeah. I gotta read you now um, the description of the book because <laughs> so. Obviously, looking at this, first of all, you think sexy man says hot and badgered. You think that the sexy man turns into a badger, right? Sexy man's not a badger. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see where to go. Where to go? Where to go? I have it. Okay. 
So here's, here's what they put on the back cover. It's not every day that a beautiful naked woman falls out of the sky and lands face first on Grizzly Shifter Berg Dunn's hotel balcony. Definitely, they don't usually hop up and demand his best gun. Berg gives the lady a grizzly-sized t-shirt and his cell phone, too, just on style points. And then she's gone, taking his XXXL heart with her. By the time he figures out that she's a honey badger shifter, it's too late. Honey badgers are survivors. Brutal, vicious, ill-tempered survivors. Or maybe Charlie Taylor McGilligan is just pissed that her useless father is trying to get them all killed again, and he won't even tell her how. Protecting her little sisters has always been her job, and she's not about to let some pesky giant grizzly protection specialist with a network of every shifter in Manhattan get in her way. They're all there, by the way. Wait, he's trying to help? Why would he want to do that? He's cute enough that she just might let him tag along. That is, if he can keep up. So, <laughs> so, here's the thing about There's this. a lot to unpack There's there. a lot. So... My first impression of this, this book, the cover, the, the description, my general perception of romance novels as someone who does not read romance novels. I like romance, but I read books that have a romantic element and are probably fantasy or sci-fi. Okay. That's, that's what fair. I, that's what I drift towards, right? This, I thought, was going to be like erotica. Right. Like weird erotica. Like yiffing. Because, because they spelled, like, the first sentence is naked woman. And they slip in that XXL heart in there. Like, the way that they... How many X's again? Three. Three, three X's. Three X's. Really big heart. Really, really big, big bear heart. man heart. Um, it, 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 it gives you the impression that this is going to be, like, a very erotic, sexually charged novel and also weird changing into animal shit. I was scared to read this book. Like, I will end this, like, terrified that this was going to scar me for life. And even you and I, when we looked at the cover of this book... There's, there was a, a caveat on the back cover that, like, said the image of the man is from Shutterfly or one of these. <laughs> not Shutterfly. Shutterstock. Yeah. And we were like, oh, my God, this man doesn't know what he's gotten himself into. He's just a stock footage model that's been plopped onto this cover. Um, we all feel for you, stock footage man. Stock footage man. Um, so, so, yeah, my impression going into this was this is going to be weird, kinky, honey badger shit. I don't know what this is. I was pleasantly surprised that's not what it is. So, that's... Okay, so those of you who are looking for hot erotic animal sex... You're out of luck. You're out of luck. Don't read this book. So, I will... Okay, cover lies. I will put put as a first... The very first thing is that there are two sex scenes in this entire book. That is not a lot for a romance it, it, No, I know. And they are, they are explicit, but... I would not call this book erotica. I would call this book a really messed up family drama book about honey badgers with two sex scenes in it. Yeah, but that's not going to sell. No, it's not. And that's what fascinates me. So, okay, so here's what the, the book is about Charlie. Charlie is the honey badger. She's the female protagonist. She's the badger, not the man. The man's a bear. Um, I think his name's Berg, right? Did yeah. Did I say that, Berg? Um, I forget. I don't know. Like, three of them had very similar names. I forgot what their names all were. Um, and she is super protective of her younger sisters. They are actually all half-sisters. They all have the same father, but different mothers. Um, Charlie is African-American. Her sister, um, Stevie, is white. Her sister, Max, is Asian. So they all have three different mothers. And they are, are all different 
amalgamations of different shifters. So Charlie is Badger and Wolf. Her sister Stevie is Badger and Tiger. And her sister Max is full Honey Badger. Okay, I just want to say this is hitting all those let's have diversity. Yes, it is. Tropes and that makes me uncomfortable in a book that's like about animal shifting. So, but here's the thing. So this book, you think it's about sex and shifting. One character, one main character shifts the entire book. So only two sex scenes and the only of the main characters that actually like shifts and it's like an important plot point is her sister Stevie who turns into this weird honey badger tiger thing. Um, so even that, like there's not, and, and Charlie herself, the, the honey badger of the title, the main character who's this honey badger, cannot shift. All she can, she can use her claws. She has like claws that come out of her fingers and she gets like canines. So she's Wolverine. Basically. Yes. She can't even shift. So the man on the cover is not the badger. He's a bear who I, to the best of my knowledge, does not turn into a bear the entire book. He just, he's just really big and burly. The man on the cover does not look like I would imagine Bird because I imagine him as like a guy that's like twice as tall as the man. The man on the cover is too pretty. He's too like modely and then wait, like, no. He's so you're picturing like some big hairy Big dude. guy, big guy. And yeah, she she's on the run from some guys that are after her father. And the whole book is about her trying to protect her sisters because her father keeps getting involved with all these different mafias and all this stuff and keeps putting their lives on the line. Oh, so he knows um, Connor and his yes. people. Yes. Okay. What do they, they turn into beagles. <laughs> they turn into beagles. Um, <laughs> Just for everybody to know, Fat Bob, is Fat Bob dead yet? It has nothing to do with them turning into beagles. They turn into beagles with addiction problems. Um, so what happens is Charlie runs into Bird while he's protecting a, a, I think he's a wolverine. And that's the thing. It's these entire books, they go, this person is this thing. This person is this thing. They're very like tedious about telling you what each person, what shifter family they belong to, even though none of them shift the entire book. Right. Um, so it is, it's just like, this is their zodiac sign. This is their personality yeah, trait. Yeah, and yeah, and they use that to explain. So so she makes friends with this guy. He's trying to help her out. He moves her and her sisters into their bear neighborhood, and all of his bear neighbors just steal her baked goods. Right. Like, that's the plot of this book, while they're trying to figure out what's going on with her dad, and then this romance forms between the two of them. But also, like, it's mostly a book about family. It's about her and her sisters and him and his brother and his sister and how the two families kind of become friends. Right. They become friends with all the other bears in the neighborhood. And they go to, like, the special shifter mall where all the tigers are playing hockey, but they're just people who also can do things that they're super whatever because they're shifters. It's, it's, it's more like a fantasy, these people have cool powers thing than it is weird, like animal erotica so it was not at all what i was expecting the plot's actually pretty good <laughs> like i will actually defend this was actually a satisfactory story and like i cared about charlie and i cared about berg and I, their relationship actually kind of unfolded pretty naturally it wasn't like when i was like i hate you the first time i meet you and oh we love each other anyway like she's kind of cautious of starting a relationship with somebody but like they learn to trust each other very easily and he cares about her family and like the relationship was was viable like this book was not what i thought it would be at all so okay i just and you don't have to tell me if this is a total spoiler and it ruins it but oh yeah spoilers just in case 
Why does she fall out of the sky? Oh, um, so there... <laughs> totally it's the first thing that happens butt. in the book. She, they're in a hotel. He's a bodyguard. So him and his brother and his sister, they own, like, a company. They're protecting people. And she... I don't remember why she's naked. But she's in the hotel room above his. And these guys are coming after her. So she jumps out of her window to get away from them and lands on their balcony. Like, lands? Like, cat-like lands? Or flop? I think she lands on her feet, but okay. she's also a wolf and a badger, so not very cat-like. Um, and then she, yeah, he helps her and gives her a shirt and a gun, and she doesn't even... The second time they meet, she doesn't know it's him, because apparently she needs glasses, which is a thing that apparently... There's all this weird stuff about how Charlie's a messed-up shifter, and, like, her body doesn't work right, even though she's a shifter. And there's, like, this racism about, like intermixing between different shifter races and people think she's weird because she's a a hybrid and that's why her genes are all messed up and it's like a lot of that this this is a very like world-buildy kind of a book so like i went into this being afraid i'm reading a romance and i'm not someone that reads romance but basically it was just a world-buildy fantasy novel with a romance element in it so okay so on this topic of genres, then, we talked last time about the the book that I read that it fits in fiction because it doesn't really fit anywhere. This was specifically put in romance, right? Yes, this was specifically put in romance. But it, you're saying it doesn't fit in romance. Well, and I know why it was put in romance, because the cover is made to make it look like it's very a romance novel. Mm-hmm. At least my perception of a romance novel. Like I said, Naked Man on the cover... First line of the description is naked woman. Right. It's this very sexually charged book cover. Right. And there is, you know, attraction between the two main characters throughout the book, but it's not what, it's not the sexually charged book. You are three quarters of the way through the book before they get together. Okay, so do you think that this book cover then betrayed people from finding this book and reading it like do you feel like romance readers would like this book or should this book have ended up in like fantasy again i don't know i have a feeling that this got put in romance because maybe her other novels are more romancy okay and this is maybe a departure because i haven't read her other stuff but she's written like sexy wolf and sexy tiger and sexy like i have a feeling that maybe those are more er erotic and that because it's the same author and because it's the same world, they shoved her in romance when she was trying to go more, like, family-focused story and also there's still some sex in it. But I think this could very easily have been put into fantasy. And just with the caveat of there is sex in Yeah, it. there's sex in it. But, like, I don't think there's any more sex in it than is in Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. Or is in a lot of other fantasy novels that have a sex scene in them. Like, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't erotica. It wasn't just constant, like, it, it was pretty mellow. And, like, I it's no more sex scenes than Game of Thrones, I would say that. Which, I mean, Game of Thrones is very, very sexy and also very, very gory. Yeah. Like, there's... Oh, there's, there's a lot of gore in this, too. That's the thing, is there are more fight scenes in this book than there are sex scenes. There are scenes. There are scenes where, like, at one point, they get surrounded by a bunch of guys, and they just like beat them all up and like shoot them all. The three girls do, and their sister turns into the honey badger tiger thing and like rips their faces off. Is that visually written well? Like, I I don't remember. Love to. I don't remember. Like, the the action scenes are decent, but I feel like there's more like 
fight scenes and action scenes in this book than there were like sex scenes because it's basically them dealing with these other powerful like shifter family mafias and and like the bear mafias like we're gonna protect them and the like the tiger mafia doesn't want to do that i don't remember what all the animals are i don't i'm not i'm gonna put that out there Um, because there's a lot (laughs) but yeah it was more like it was it was kind of more of like an almost more of an action novel almost more of a like action fantasy like did it have more action and good romance scenes than the chemists oh yeah <laughs> yeah i would say yes I, the characters are like i like this better than i like the chemist because the characters make more sense okay and the characters are actually really well developed to i mean no okay they're fairly well developed Char- charlie is an interesting character i cared about her um, and I guess I'll talk about the sequel now because I've looked into the sequel because I got done with this. I was like, hmm, I'd read another one of these because I actually kind of liked it. Um, the sequel is called, oh, I got to look it up now because I forget it. It So her sister Stevie at the end of the book, they have this. Um, at the end of Hot and Badger. At the end of Hot and Badger, okay. they have this like artist virtuoso young guy living with them for whatever reason. She's Hot like man. into his bodyguard who is also a bear shifter, he turns into a panda, and she thinks that he's cute. And so this is the whole, like, the whole, like, last couple chapters. She's just like, he's so cute, I love him so much. Her sisters are both annoying. Um, so the sequel is called In a Badger Way, which, by the way, the puns are bad. Are they bad, or would I be happy with them? No, like, the title is a bad <laughs> pun. In a badgered way, that's not a good pun. That's not a good Hot and badgered is not a good pun. Hot like, and badgered's a good pun. I don't. I don't think it's a very good. They're trying really hard. I like puns. They basically ran out of all the good badger puns the first book, and this is supposed to be chronicles. So the second book is called In a Badger Way, and the cover is the exact same layout, the kind of scrawly cover, or like the the font is um, kind of like. Not scrawly, kind of jungly looking. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of seeing what you were just saying about you think it's badger fur because... Yes, because the backdrop for the second book is a skinny Asian man who's the panda bear and the backdrop is tiger fur. Which Which is what her sister turns into a badger tiger. Okay. So the fur symbolizes the woman in the story because the second book I looked into it is about her sister and this guy. Which is why I'm not, I haven't picked it up because I like Charlie and your sisters were annoying. Um, so the way these covers are made is the guy is sexy man right in the cover, and the backdrop alludes to his love interest and the color of her fur or lack thereof in Charlie's case because she doesn't turn into a badger. <laughs> these covers are fucked. <laughs> well, okay then. I. But it is it is interesting though because there is clearly a theme then yes to these covers, but they're they're still misleading yes oh very so misleading then they got the same cover artist or it looks like the same cover photoshopist yes um and the same photo stock kind of images mm-hmm. for everything so is this a is this a book that is um, one of the bigger publishers, or is this a smaller Oh, that's press? a good question. I th- because this is a question that I want to start, like, 
this is the thing that I'm going to point out is that sometimes the reason why covers are a certain way is because either that publisher is like, this is the only way we do covers. Yeah. And therefore, it doesn't matter what your genre is, you're going to get, like, I notice there's a big color block down the spine edge with the author's name and the title of the book vertically written. Then you have your image and your background image. And that's what you get. And right. no matter what your genre is, and no matter what your story is, this is what you get. Well, what I've seen of her other books, too, like The Wolf One, it's like hot, sexy man, wolf faded in the background. The tiger one is like hot, sexy man on one side of the cover, the half a tiger's face on the other side of the cover. They're very, like, cobbled together, man and beast kind of yeah. covers. I'm trying to figure out who the... This, um... this is a, a Photoshop happy, and yeah. which... I'm going to guess, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to guess is a smaller publishing. And this is the um, audiobook publisher. I'm not good at Googling publishers, apparently. Things, the, uh, the, audiobook, the audiobook cover, too, is is the no face thing. It's just abs. On oh. a black backdrop. Oh, so it's different. It's a little different. It's sexy man abs, which is a thing in romance covers right now. I don't know why. We'll talk about that at some point. Um... <laughs> Upcoming. Yeah. I was talking about abs. I feel like I feel like we need a special guest for this one. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I won't mention. Oh yeah. Just in case. Oh. So we we will probably I will segue with saying that we will probably have special guests join us every now and again for our shows. I think we have to. And I think that if we talk about romance covers, there is a person we have in mind so if this person is listening realize we have already <laughs> we're talking you about you we're already talking about you and you know I, who we are. I can't figure out who the publisher is but i don't think it's one of the big publishing houses let's see it's probably one of these little ones that does weird supernatural crap weird super <laughs> not that supernatural stuff is always crap no i'm saying the covers so talk a little bit about whether or not you would recommend this book. oh i actually kind of would I, okay, I would recommend this to people who like fantasy, can accept that the world in which this takes place is going to be explained to you a lot, because that was the one thing I didn't really like about this book, was they're constantly explaining, well, that's how this person acts because they're this kind of thing, and that's how our world works. And they're doing that for the benefit of the reader, I, I suppose, to also to maybe do it for people who haven't read her other books. Um, but that was, I think, the thing that bothered me the most. So if you're okay with a little bit of over-explanation of how the world works, and you like kind of weird fantasy action stuff, it was a good read, and you don't mind a couple sex scenes. But if you're in it for, for um, like, really animalistic erotica, it's not really what it is. So, which is, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But this book is not that. So don't be fooled by it. So don't be fooled by it. So it's Kensington Press is the publisher for it. And I haven't heard of that title. No, I haven't either. So it very well could be a smaller romance specific. Yeah. Um, which maybe that's the reason why she's still stuck in romance. I think, though, what this that book is really case. telling yeah. you is that don't be afraid to look at other genres. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're not, if you are a fantasy reader, you and you like shapeshifter fantasy, mm -hmm. you may be missing out on some neat stuff if you don't go down the romance aisle and say, hey, let's see what romance aisle has 
shapeshifter fiction as long as you're an adult and you want to listen to that yes stuff, you know well and i think that's part of the beauty of this podcast and part of the reason why i wanted to do this too was it was a challenge to us to read things that we don't usually read yes because i would not have picked up this book ever in my life if this was just me going, I feel like reading a thing. Because A, I would have been embarrassed to have that book in my hand. <laughs> and B, I would be like, that is not what I'm into. And it turned out, it was pretty much what I read. It just had a, a cover that suggested otherwise. See, and I, I think we should tell a little bit. Sometimes it's very interesting for us to tell the stories of how we ended up with these books. Oh. <laughs> this particular book literally ended up on everybody's desk. Yes. And in everybody's cubicle. Because we thought it was so funny. It Yeah, we, we were harassing people with this book, essentially. We're like, look. And we put it, like, on their on their desk. We put it in front of their computer. We would leave it, like, hey, this is your next read. Yes. You know? Look at the sexy badger man. He doesn't know he's on this cover. <laughs> There's a lot of talking about this cover. So we mocked it really bad. Do we regret mocking it? No, because the cover is still awful. <laughs> the cover is still awful. The cover is still awful. And it and what it what it's the cover makes it seem like it is is still kind of stupid. The description is stupid. It doesn't do the actual story justice. The cover is bad. It doesn't do the book justice or the character. This is not the character that's in the book. The the man you see on the cover is not that character. Um, he's not this sexy, sweaty, oiled up blonde beach boy um <laughs> he's a little more scruffy he's and he's he's yeah he's more substantial as a character too so um so then to to kind of wrap this up do you feel like you could judge this book by its cover no no i judged this book wrong no. i did this book wrong because yeah i th- i thought it was gonna be i thought it was either going to be really stupid or Maybe a parody of itself, um, or just really awkward and weird and not something that I was going to be into. And it just turned out to be, I, I, I think you might be right that maybe she's stuck in the romance romance genre and she's just writing genuine stories. Yeah. In which case, you know, Shelley Lawrenston, um, you wrote a good book and I'm sorry that I judged it by its bad cover. <laughs> I apologize to the author because I got this one really wrong. And to the publisher, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. Shame. Ring the bell. Shame. Quit putting poor stock boys through this. Right? And and let authors spread their wings or, I don't know, stretch their badger claws. Yes. <laughs> so, in our next episode, then, we are going to kind of tear into... I'm still on badger things, sorry. <laughs> we are going to tear into the romance genre and its awful tropes. Yeah, yes. and the, the kinds of covers you see in romance, um, especially now that... Of course, I'm interested to read some of these. They've kind of sub genre romance, and there's very distinctive, like, who what market different romance covers are trying to hit. So we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit and um what the general perceptions of romance are obviously i was proved wrong with some of those today but um yeah so that'll be our next episode um in the meantime please feel free to follow us at all of our socials we are on facebook and twitter and youtube at case in the cover um so please please find us there and we will hopefully see you also in a couple of months at CocoCon. I'm going to plug that as much as I can. Yes. Because it'll be another live episode. Yes. 
another live episode. Hopefully the audio for the original live episode will go up here at some point. But for now, you can watch it on YouTube. Yay! Yay! So, and um, until next time, uh, judge a book by its cover. No. <laughs> or don't. <laughs>